What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of The Bold and the Bitchy. So we have been having some technical issues, and last week we were supposed to drop a very fucking fire episode. But, of course, not everything happens the way you want it to, and we lost fucking everything. Everything. And I was literally pissed because... I think that, um, I mean, honestly, it wasn't our best episode, but it did touch on some really important topics, and I really wanted people to hear that. It just was really disappointing. And it was one of those things where when I we were going to edit the episode, I was like looking, I texted her, and I was like, everything was lost. And she was like, no, no, no. No, it like can't be lost. Like, there's no way. There's literally no way it could be lost. It's not possible. I it's mean. just not. And I was like, bitch, like, it's all gone. It didn't save. Nothing saved. And the weird thing was is before I clicked off, everything was there. So I don't know if Anchor or whatever the fuck happened that it just was like, <laughs> but it was a fucking tragedy. <laughs> so... Anyways, to redeem ourselves, uh, we have a pretty interesting uh, topic this week where we're yes. finally going to talk about it. We're going to fucking do it. We're talking about toxicity, not not just between your boyfriend or your girlfriend or your friends, but between us. Like actual toxic relationships, y'all. The ones that feel so good, but deep, deep down, you know that they're like, fucking awful and you need to get the fuck out they're bad for you and like you know this like you can feel it like this is bad but you still do it anyway you just fucking stay it's all you know and then you look back and you're like wow i really wasted my fucking time on a dude who was not shit so (laughs) the me the last 10 relationships (laughs) (laughs) we'll jump into that a little bit later but (laughs) so what Guys, yes. So let's settle into this. Let's get ready because this one I think is going to be a good motherfucking episode. So I want you to grab a snack, grab a drink, take a hit of weed, and we're going to fucking do this shit. Now, in case you guys forgot, I'm Kenzie. And I'm Liv. You motherfuckers better not have forgotten our names because what the fuck? We're on episode, what is this, eight, eight. now? <laughs> and you don't know our fucking names? Get with it, Karen. So we just oh, Or wanna... Kyle. <laughs> or person. We don't discriminate. <laughs> so uh, there you go. There's your refresher. Let's get fucking into it. So toxic relationships. Um, I'd say when we first started becoming friends, we were definitely toxic as fuck there's there's no like we can't even front about it like, guys there's no ifs ands or buts about it we were fucking awful to each other but like also really fucking good for one another it doesn't make any sense because i feel like there's yeah. all different types of toxic relationships yeah. there is the ones that like consume you and like they make you into like a horrible fucking person or you're the victim or you're the one doing the toxic behavior yeah or you guys just don't know how to be fucking friends like what which was our <laughs> case like we've never had like a solid friendship so like see like here's the thing like I've had, before you came along, believe it or not, I actually had best friends. Me too. But all of them were way more toxic, and they all ended up crashing and burning in the end. So, like, to have an actual true best friend that I really connected with and, like, had a genuine, like, 
you know, spiritual, emotional connection with, I was like, what the fuck am I doing? I've never had this before. Me either. We were both clueless. What is this? Literally, like I, this is a foreign world to me. So I was literally just trying to navigate how the fuck (laughs) to even have a regular, you know, friendship, like a regular healthy friendship. That's what I wanted for us. But as you know, that's not how it went down. But hey, (laughs) we know how to do it now. So, you know, it's never too late. But that goes to say, like, I'm not saying, guys, if you're in a, like, a really bad situation, don't follow our lead on this. And if someone is actually causing you harm or threatening you or battery assault, whatever it is. Yeah. Your best bet is to leave. To you leave. Know? Yeah, that's not that's not your friend. Someone who's always putting you down. That's always taking advantage of you. You know, never hangs out with you. Just an overall, just an awful human being to you. Like that's definitely not your friend. Even though you love them, get the fuck out. That was never the case between Liv and I. We always were good. That's the thing. We were always good for one another. We were always good to each, each other. other. Yeah. We hyped each other up. Oh, we were always kind. We, if we were doing some dumb bitch syndrome things, like we, <laughs> listen, we got diagnosed <laughs> probably uh, 20 years ago. And we diagnosed ourselves, by the way. <laughs> like we started, you know, calling ourselves like as having like dumb bitch syndrome. Like that's what we call it, dumb bitch-itis. Yeah. When we do stupid shit, like we just, oh, Blame it on the dumb bitch itis. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's our, like, scapegoat. <laughs> like, that's literally, like, what it is. Because you just, sometimes you just do some stupid shit and you don't even know why. You don't know how. And, you know, you got to just own that shit and, you know, move the fuck on with your life. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, definitely in the beginning, we were really fucking toxic. We, like, depended heavily on each other. Like, I un- like, could not live without you. Like, like wherever you went, I went. I was like a puppy. Vice versa. We were like puppies to each other. Okay, like you know, I go. Like, you know, like it's it's that thing. Like you know, like when you know Twilight. You know how like <laughs> Jacob imprinted oh on fucking what was her name? Jacob and as Edward. a Renesme. Yeah, that's how it was. Like that's how we were piggybacking on Y'all, each other. Y'all, she literally just rewatched Twilight, and so she's stuck on that. So this is her moment to shine and like bring it up. So let me let me just me. live my fucking dream here, okay? Like, <laughs> <laughs> but, but I just thought it was a good example. Like everyone's not shy of Twilight. Like y'all know Breaking Down Part Two. Like. And that was a huge, huge fucking Twilight stand. And now, like, I look back and I was so cringe and so stupid. <laughs> like, fucking gross. I was but, laughing. But that's beside the point. So, yeah, I basically, like, imprinted on you. And I was, and you imprinted on me. And I was like, this is my fucking person. You're like, you're my fucking person. And I was like, great. I'm never leaving your side. I was like, great. That's what best friends do, right? <laughs> no, like, like, I'm not even kidding. Like, we would switch around our schedules for school to, like, be in the same lunch being the same study yeah. hall, being the same classes, it was really fucking bad. Oh my god! My like, counselor fucking hated me. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Dan. My counselor hated me too. To be honest, she was like, "Girl, what are you doing with your life?" And I'm like, "I don't know. That's what you're here for." Like, yeah, right? It's like, me with as that. a freshman, are you applying for colleges, bitch? No. <laughs> I was like, wherever my best friend's going, I'm going. going. Yeah, it was to the point where it just got too unhealthy it was too much like we were just literally attached at the hip all the fucking time and it on one hand it was great because we loved it we got to hang out with each other and like you know when you're in high school like we like i wasn't driving 
I didn't have a car. And then you were driving like a little bit later um, in our high school years and got your license a little bit later in the high in high school. But we met, you know, freshman year in the beginning. So like that was like basically like our only time to like really hang out. And we were just around each other 24-7. But that's a good point, too. And it was, like, good on one hand and then, like, bad, and, bad on the other. Because we were long just, run. You need that space. You need that distance. Yeah. And we were, like, space? Distance? What is that? I know. I remember texting you in class being, like, ugh, ew, booger boy next to me, like, won't shut the fuck up. And I'm up. literally, like, three rows down away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, we just, we were obsessed with one another. It, it, oh, my God. So obsessed. I mean, I'm still obsessed with you. But bitch, we, me too. You're gorgeous. We I mean, definitely need the space. Come on, birthday sure. girl. <laughs> um, guys, her birthday's coming up, so we do take donations. Woo, woo, <laughs> yes, your your girl's birthday is coming up in a couple of weeks, and I just can't wait. I'm so fucking excited. plug that cash app. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, send me some money if you can, some birthday money with happy wishes. I appreciate that. Um. <laughs> So, yeah, and then the dependency, like, I think it kind of came to a head at one point, though, because at one point we kind of just blew up at each other, as we, like, typically did, because I was like, bitch, you're always fucking around here. Like, why are you always here? Like, go do something else. And you were like, bitch, I love you, and I just didn't want to leave you because you didn't leave me. So I was just trying to be a good friend. (laughs) Like, literally, we're just bumping heads because we were like never we were sick of each other yeah we were sick it was like siblings you know like you can only be around each other for so much and that bumping heads also caused major issues because there was a lot of jealousy on your end yeah but there was a lot of control on my end yeah so i like let's break that down a little bit further so when she says that there was some jealousy on my end um the jealousy really came from like the fact that like kens was super popular in high school everybody knew her everybody wanted to be friends with her or she was already friends with them and like she was just this social butterfly and my ass was like the anti-social depressed anxiety like i can't be out in public like awkward as shit because you know you're in high school you got hormones everything everyone's cringe everyone's awkward everyone's all in a weird ass phase so like i didn't get out much and i just didn't i just did not know how to function around people so the fact that like you were able to like maneuver that shit like it was a fucking nascar racetrack (laughs) i was like (laughs) how does she do it and i was just so envious of that because like i wanted that for myself but just could never quite get there. But like now i'm the depressed anxious piece of shit and you're like outgoing and i'm like, like hey bitch and i'm like sitting right. here i'm like oh my god there's too much fucking serotonin in the air <laughs> but you fucking taught me that though you yeah. taught me that so much that like i am just I'm appreciative of that. Like, I appreciate you because you brought me out of my shell. Like, yeah. You, like, really, like, showed me that it's okay to, like, be out there, be who you are. Let and, loose. Like, let loose and, you know, just be who, be yourself. And, you know, if other people love it, great. If other people don't love it, fuck them and, like, move on with your life and just be happy and have a good fucking time. But on the other end, she kind of reeled me back into reality and be like, bitch, you don't have to be this fucking energetic robot all the time it's okay to like calm down it's okay to like chill out it's okay to just have a moment to yourself to Mm -hmm. really reflect and you know um 
be in tune with yourself and you don't have to be around people all the fucking time. It's okay. Like you don't need that, you know? Yeah. Cause I noticed you were around people like all the fucking time. And I was like, bitch, do you ever get like any alone time? Do no. you ever like, she always time by would yourself? yell at me about that. She's like, you need to, I think that's part of the reason why we, cause I just never, I, I've worked on it a lot. Like 2020 is maybe like, of course, super fucking depressed, but like, yeah, um, <laughs> we all it, are. It has really helped me realize that, you know, I kind of really like my alone time and like, it's a good chance for me to reflect and work on myself and get my shit done and yeah. whatever. But like, now I'm like fucking itching, but like, it's like weird because it's like, I'm so used to now being a fucking homebody that like mm-hmm. going out, I'm like, how do I do that? Like, where's my I energy function in society? Right. Yeah. But I feel like everyone kind of has that. So like, I don't feel as alone, but I also feel kind of like what alone. we have to actually leave our house. Yeah. Cause like alone time guys is so important. It is really important to be alone. I know it can be weird sometimes. I mean, in 2020, we all got to be alone and like that, like we have more experience with it now, but before the pandemic hit, like, you know, we're always wrapped up in our busy lives with work, school, extracurriculars, you know, family stuff, you know, all that friends, um, social friends, life, whatever. Social life. You're always so fucking busy and you get caught up in that and you just never have time for yourself. And I think that's where like, you know, some of that negative, like negative aspects of mental health like comes in mm-hmm. and you kind of just like lose yourself because you never spend any alone time. For your damn self. No, because that was another good point. Like, I did not know how to communicate my feelings. I was always so extroverted that I was giving all my energy away for other people and not uplifting myself. And I feel like that was also another really big part of our friendship that made it really toxic is that our communication was shitty as fuck. Like, I could not express my feelings to you in a calm manner. It was always like, I was always like fucking manic while trying to explain because even opening up the little bit, like, all my past relationships have been super fucking toxic. Yeah. And every time I tried to explain how I felt, I was always shut down or told mm. that, like, your shit doesn't matter. Yeah. And, like, so... I fucking feel that so much. So my problem is, is that when I want to say something or if I'm feeling something, I talk really fast like this. And I yeah. just, like, I have to, like, feel like I have to say everything out at once, like, and I'd be like, girl, slow down. Like, word vomit. Like, take your time. Like, we, we got time, okay? Slow down. Like, let's let's work through this piece by piece. Um, Yeah, like, and my communication was definitely oh my fucking shit. Oh, my I God. I two people who don't know how to communicate, and then we had to figure it out for ourselves. I know. It was fucking rough. Because um, I would over-communicate, and she would under-communicate. You know, yeah, we're literally opposites, but like we're the same person. Yeah, which is so weird. Yeah, we, we have the same idea. It's just our ways that we, our paths are different. About it. Yeah, are just so weird. So like, yeah, she would over communicate. I would under communicate. And like the fact is, it's just like when I felt like it used to be in the past where I would be really frustrated. I don't know if any of you guys um, deal with this at all, but if you do, you're not alone. So there's that. Um, my thing with communication is that I like, if I'm upset or if I'm angry or if someone is, you know, upset or angry towards me and I, I just shut down. Like I don't say anything. Like I completely emotionally am not there. I I do that now because of you. And like, I would 
kind of remove myself from the situation. So I would like give her the silent treatment. Like she'd be like, yo, Liv, like what's wrong when I'm upset with her or something's bothering me? She'd ask me what's wrong, what's going on. And instead of verbalizing it, I would just shut the fuck down and I'd be like, everything's fine. Or I just wouldn't talk to her at all and just give her the silent treatment and like avoid her at like all costs. Fucking killed me. I hate that (laughs) shit. And like it, like that's how I was. And I realized how fucking toxic that was and how immature that was but at the time that was just like the only way of life that I knew and like compared to now like our communication now is fucking immaculate like we finally got the hang of it yeah but like there are some times where you know things regress and you have kind of like this regressive memory and Mm -hmm. you know like sometimes I feel like I'll do it now. You know, if you're upset with me, like, I fucking shut down. Yeah. Or sometimes you'll just, like, say everything you're feeling at once. And then it's just, like, hold on. And then I shut down. And it's, like, it, yeah. And then we, and then if like we inverse. don't, and then if we don't, like, I would end up, like, I'll, I just build it up, right? So I'm not telling you what I'm feeling. I'm not telling, like, expressing anything. I'm keeping everything bottled up inside. And then it the eventually thing just, would have set you off. And then I would just bottle up, bottle up, bottle up. And then the smallest, but I was a ticking time bomb, okay? And then, like, the smallest fucking thing happens. Ba-boom. Boosh. Like, I explode. Everything's coming out. Everything within a five-mile radius is being obliterated She's by a smoke. fucking atomic bomb. Like, I get so pissed and so mad. And, like, I would just blow up at her. And the fights would get so nasty. We call each other the meanest names. We, like, cut throat shit. Like, not like, you're fuck you. Bitch. Like, you're a bitch. Like, no. <laughs> we... <laughs> we go there and be like, you fucking cunt. I will fucking come in your house and fucking kill you, bitch. Talk to me like that, bitch. I will find out where you live and I will slash your tires. Like, <laughs> and mind you, like, we weren't scared because we no. knew, like, we're we're so in sync with each other that we knew that, like, she wasn't was fucking serious. All but we were just so pissed that, like, we were just going to say Guys, anything. it was to the point where it was like, you're the fucking reason why your dad left. Or, like, you're yeah. the reason why your mom and dad fight so much. Broach it. Like, we hit to bitch. the core. Like, and I'd be I, like, you know why you failed that math test, Lynn? Yeah. Because you're fucking stupid. Like, and I'd be like, well... It would like finally get to a point where I think uh, uh, when you run out of shit to <laughs> yeah, say right? and you're like whatever and then you just <laughs> the mouth block. Pop, I love that shit. You <laughs> block me or I block yeah. you and we unfollow each other on all social media, cut off all we just go dark on each other. Okay. No, for just real. cut just cut off. And the only time that we know that the other person is still alive is at school. When we pass each other in the hallways, like I would give her strangers. the angriest glare and that bitch knew she knew that i was like watching her but not only that because oh my god i sound so fucking bad saying this Why now are we so petty i know because i knew literally the whole entire population like of the shit. school everyone knew when we were fighting because we were just like the inseparable pair like everyone fucking knew that shit so if they knew something was wrong half the school would be like <laughs> looking at live like, we had the school <laughs> taking sides like <laughs> Live team pens over here, like like we're fucking like we're Twilight or some shit. Like okay, like like this is like literally how it fucking was because we were we were dramatic. Okay, teenage girls, True. dramatic 13, as 14. fuck. Okay, like the 
Teen girls are just, they take it to the next level. We're just so fucking dramatic, so fucking petty. Who can, we also like like to one-up each other. Yeah. Especially you. You would be like, I'd be like. I always so, have to have the last word. Like I would literally be like, Ken, so like my cat died and like I'm really fucking sad and like I just don't know what to do. Well, you know what? My grandpa got into a car accident four years ago. Feel bad for me. I was one of those girls like for a brief moment in time. Well, yeah, and then I'd be like, well, bitch, that's great, but like my fucking car just like got stuck in a ditch somewhere. And then you'd just be like, oh, well, um, my parents are getting divorced, so. And I'm like, like it would just keep going. Yeah. And I'd be like, you know what? At some point, one of us gotta tap out. <laughs> and like, I would just be like, okay, like just, just stop it right there, because this bitch is gonna keep trying to top me and I will never have the last say. No, but that then, was awful. And then it, I think it stemmed from us being so petty with one another. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, I'm not like that now, guys. Like, well, okay, let's be real. We aren't like we're, we're not, not perfect. We're not like horrible people. Like, like you know, on the inside, right? Oh, yeah. Like, we're not like these awful people that just want to manipulate each other. It comes from like for real, for real, like from like real shit. It comes from our our families because our oh families God. are super toxic and dysfunctional. So uh, like all of this stuff and how we communicate and everything, it starts at home, how you were raised. And so sh- her childhood, like her parents, you know, are really dysfunctional and you know, like all this stuff. And like my parents are super dysfunctional. Don't know, like our parents don't know anything about communication skills. Nope. So that's where we learned all this stuff. And so and it's like, I hate to say it, it's not a fucking excuse because like we've learned mm, now, yeah. but like back then, like when you're maturing and you don't know, you know, the difference between right and wrong, but you have this ideation that, you know, if, oh, my parents can do it, then it's fine. It's normal. Like other parents act like this too. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's another thing because Liv and I not only bonded because we didn't really have like good friendships, mm-hmm. but like we bonded on the trauma. Like that sounds really fucked because, up, but because like, like, look at this like we are on where it's not an uneven playing field like i want to set the stage for you guys like we both grew up in upper middle class you know suburban neighborhoods okay both of our parents are you know we're married and you know we have really the young, white, like same same thing yeah, yeah really young the the house white picket fence the kids the dog everything like it, it was a level playing field but at the same time Nobody knew how to fucking communicate. Like, no, all those years that our parents have combined together, and nobody knows how to have a healthy, civil, rational conversation. They're learning now. Like, yeah, now now they're learning. Now they're like, great. Like, you taught us, so we're going to learn from our children. Like, bitch, I needed this when I was a child. Honestly, and like, my mom's like, me and your dad are now in therapy. And um, our therapist is wonderful. And she's really taught us some, like, really nice breathing exercises, which I think you should get into. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) When I was depressed in high school, going through fucking my anxiety, my depression, and I even uttered the words, the therapist, my mom would be like, what the fuck do you need a therapist Do you know how expensive that is? No, not even that. Oh, for me it was. It was more like, like you're not a crazy person. Like oh, I got that too. For crazy people, you're not. You're not crazy. You're not off the hinges. Like what? What? What the fuck do you need therapy for? Like it's your phone. It, it's your phone. It's you're being dramatic right now. We're not doing therapy. Like a hundred percent not doing therapy. My parents always resulted to you know what? You got sick because of your phone. 
give me your phone if you're like that's that's how like I it's, it's like, social media doing it to yeah you, okay it's, all it's your, your phone give me your phone and you know you can take a break from it and when I decide that you're ready you <laughs> no, can go back it's like well fuck like, and, and I'm just like where was this when I was growing up because the the mere mention of therapy in our house things would start floating Okay, things with our, it was, it's like cabinet slamming, fucking, <laughs> cabinet slamming, a fucking exorcism is Doors happening. ripping off the hinges. My parents were not having any of it. And now they're in fucking therapy. Like, oh, like I'm great. Like, I am a huge therapy person. I mean, eventually, like, when they, when they took me to the doctor and the doctors were like, yo, she's severely depressed. Like, if you don't get her help right now, things could turn out really bad. And so that was the only, that was like the final straw where they were like, okay, we we actually have to put you in therapy because you know we're genuinely worried now that these doctors are coming in and are like worried about you so um so yeah I eventually went to therapy and like I think therapy is great it's not just for crazy people out there okay it's for everybody it's good to have somewhere to talk to to vent to let it all out and so I'm really happy that they're in therapy and I encourage anyone out there to go to therapy. Ken's goes to therapy right now. Mm-hmm. I am wanting to get back into therapy. I had a really great therapist too. I wanted to see if like I can get back in touch with her. I went years ago and it's been years since I last saw her. So I gotta like find her again and see if um you know we can start therapy back up again. But I am totally with it. I Look just at wish us making an agenda of things to do. Yeah, like I just wish that my parents like what they know now, I wish they knew back then before they, you know, scarred us for life in the situation. But it's True. fine. It's fine. I'll just live with the trauma forever. But yeah, guys, it's not an excuse. It's like actual things that, you know, from your past that affect your present, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that's a super important thing to just touch on. And like, you're not fucking crazy. And it's not excuses because this is who you are. But at, at some point, you can only use it so much because we're now 15. That was what? Um, 10 12 years ago yeah we know a lot better now so our communication skills now are much better they're not perfect <laughs> no by any we means. still slip up here and there but that's okay because where we were five years ago or even fucking last year to now i feel like just this whole entire pandemic has had its good and bad things for sure for sure and i feel like our communication has gotten a lot better because actually Liv and i got into a huge fight in the beginning of 2020 yeah 2020 did we yeah wow we have so many i just my brain is just just filters it out like whatever this bitch got so pissed (laughs) it wasn't even the fight she was mad about but what she was really pissed about we touched on it it was about it was about jake oh and you yeah. were like really freaking out about which we'll because talk again on. it goes back to the dependency thing like even though we're not like physically dependent as we were before but now it's like an emotional dependency and like before you were with jake you were single Minus for man because it wasn't semen who was the problem yeah well no this was a period between when you were single between your last relationship and jake now between the two of them, you were single for a couple of years. And it was great because you were working on yourself. You were getting better. I was working on myself. I was getting better. And we were doing it together. Yeah, and that we was the progression period. Together. Yeah. And it was great. And I had you to myself. And then Jay came into the picture and I was like, hold up. 
I gotta share him. I gotta share you with him. After four years of you being single, just like dating like the <laughs> worst men on like Wait, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah, she was like, Who's the shape? Boyfriend? Like is he like the cute guy next door or something that you yeah. just, like occasionally fuck? And you're yeah. like you're like, No, like <laughs> we're dating, he's my boyfriend. And I was like, Oh, that's not gonna last. <laughs> He'll be gone. <laughs> a year later. <laughs> He'll be gone. And uh, here we are, flash forward a year later, and he's still here. And I love him. I'm glad he didn't leave. Thank you, Jake, for not leaving. <laughs> Thank you for not letting me scare you away. I thought it would scare him away. I thought he'd be like, Yo, me your best friend's fucking batshit crazy, bro. Like, I'm out of here. I'm leaving. I'm not I don't even want, kidding. I don't want it. Not even fucking kidding. The first thing I said to him on our first fucking date, I was like, listen, um, you seem like a really great guy and I'm really liking our vibe and I'd love to see you again. However, if my best friend doesn't like you, this will Bye. be a no Bye. We're because done. Because I've been in that sort of thing like where she didn't like my boyfriend or I didn't like who she was dating and it actually put like a pretty bad divide because trying to figure out that time to like see one another or whatever, yeah. like. Well, but then like it also, because. We can feel the vibe like yeah. for each other like you know if we don't like this person and usually nine times out of ten if we're right one of if the other person doesn't like who the other is dating nine times out of ten that person is like low-key a shitty person mm -hmm. and we just don't know it yet and then of course lo and behold down the road we found out that who we were dating were shitty people and there was a reason why we didn't like <laughs> And we didn't like them. And it wasn't because we were acting out. It wasn't even to be petty, like, oh, you're supposed to be like my fucking best friend. You're supposed to be with me 24 fucking seven. It wasn't even like that. It was no, just like, it was just like it was you got the vibe. Yeah. You know? That you got the vibe that this person was awful. And then they ended up being fucking awful. But really, just in general, a lot of my past relationships were pretty fucking toxic, including friendships. I think friendships. other friendships. <laughs> yeah, trying to navigate other friendships as well was also a really difficult thing for the both of us too. I mean, where do we even fucking start? I mean, I had a where whole, do we begin? I have a whole entire fucking friend group that were that were toxic and like. Don't get me wrong, guys. I was part of the problem. I'm very open about that. I admit that because I know that I wasn't the the best fucking person. Mm -hmm. Um. And, you know, I feel like that's where growth kind of comes in. It's like I can openly talk about it yeah. and not feel ashamed about it because mm -hmm. I've kind of accepted that this is a part of my life. And Yeah, it's a learning, learning process. That's what life is all about. Everything's a learning curve. So, but, I mean, yeah, so definitely trying to navigate not only our relationships, but, like, our friendship pretty much just is, like, a center stone for how we, like, you know, a learning piece to kind of interact with other people mm -hmm. as far as like other friendships even our own families like you know we, we set boundaries learning to set boundaries with each other then you got to learn to set boundaries with other people and then you know even with you know your family members you know co-workers you know everything like that it just kind of reverberated around our whole entire life so i think this has been helpful for us all around and i really fucking love it because it's amazing um i had <laughs> a roommate oh god back in college um and back in college <laughs> i'm still in college i and i'm on my way back um but yeah so in college um i had this roommate who like me and her i was like really nervous like when I first met her because she was 
someone that the school, like I was living on campus, okay, and the school was like, okay, well, if you don't, you know, have any friends that you're, you know, that you want a room with, we'll just set you up with a random ass person. And I was kind of nervous. Like I remember like getting like the the email from the school a couple weeks before um, classes started that, hey, like this is the name of your new roommate, get to know them, you know, here's some of their, you know, contact information. Cause you can like, you have the option of giving out your contact, having the school give out contact information of who you're gonna be rooming with. So that way you guys can kind of get to know each other, know the vibe and like know what you're going into ahead of time. And so like, I kind of like looked up like her Facebook and everything like that. Like she looked really cool and I was like, okay, like, you know, and to be honest, she was not a person that I typically would like be friends with. Um, she like has a total opposite vibe of what I'm usually going for. But I really like in college, I wanted to push myself mm-hmm. to like open up and like branch out because I didn't do that in high school. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna branch out. I'm gonna, you know, risk it all. So me and her ended up actually clicking really fucking well which um, is kind of hard to do with one's personality because it's so hard to do i'm like not that type of bitch she's like uh, astrology or whatever but she's a fucking full-fledged taurus i'm like, a full at this full point Taurus. at this point bitch but like, no note though we are not one of those we're not those bitches who are like oh my god i'm a fucking sagittarius and like like used as a as an excuse to like do shitty things like that's not what we're doing but we do identify pretty well with our zodiac signs but yeah i'm a full-fledged Taurus, which means that she should have just like fucking put all of her personality in the table first because i'm no i'm the you put out all of your vibes first like you what you see is what you get with exactly but with me i'm like the the shy like reserved like you know you see you know you know at first that you know the shy reserved kind of type bitch that like hides in the corner is like in the corner on her phone like anti-social like is she okay type of bitch but once you get to know me and once i get to know you and i'm comfortable around you the real fucking bitch comes out and when i say bitch bitch. well i mean hey if you you know (laughs) My my sign is literally the bull. Okay, I'm the bull for the reason. Okay, I'm <laughs> nice until with the you bull, fuck with me. Get the horns. You get the fucking horns. I'm all sunshine and rainbows, but if you fuck with me, we gonna turn to rain and thunderstorms real fucking quick. So um, yeah, so we and her like vibed super fucking well. She had a boyfriend. She's from Chicago, and so she like literally. And again, like I'm out in the suburbs, so like we come from you know two totally different like backgrounds essentially. But um, you know, and I didn't like know like her world, and she didn't really know like my world that much. Um, and so it was really cool to kind of meet someone who like you know was on a different background than I was. And so she had a boyfriend that like came out and her boyfriend was super fucking cool too. I actually bonded with him too, um, cause he was really cool. He was really relaxed. And so we all would like hang out together whenever he would come to visit her at school, which I thought was really awesome. And we did, basically she was like my college, <laughs> college best friend since you weren't there. And we basically did everything, but Things took a fucking turn for the worst towards the end of my last semester that I was there. <laughs> Spill the tea, bitch. Took a whole <laughs> fucking turn. Um, so basically what had happened, like she, I think she had, 
she always had good intentions, I feel like. Like, looking back now, hindsight is 2020. Like, at first, I thought she was really controlling, like, really just, like, someone who just wanted to kind of, like, take advantage of me and stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, but I think and, she had... And your kindness, because a lot of your family lived around the area and hers didn't. Yeah. And she took full fucking advantage of that. Oh yeah. Like I had family who lived really close to campus. So like they would also like extend, you know, any type of help or anything that she needed to her as well, because like she was my fucking roommate and we were, you know, pretty, pretty um attached at the hip too. So yeah. So flash forward, we're, you know, towards the end of our, like last, the last semester that I was there. Um, so I think, looking back also I want to say is that I did not set boundaries with her I kind of just let her run the show for the most part I mean sometimes here and there I would speak up but for the most part I did not set boundaries I did not speak up for myself so she kind of just you know felt like she was like all right well I can steer the ship any way that I want and I realized that that was a big fucking mistake that I didn't set any boundaries so what ended up happening happening was it was springtime Around this time last year, um, I say like March-ish because I know her birthday was in March. I don't remember like what day, but it was a couple weeks out. And so we were hanging out. My, again, how I mentioned that I had family there. So my cousin was, is a photographer, professional photographer. She went to school for it and everything. Um, so she was going to do professional birthday, like, you know, a birthday photo shoot for my roommate so she can like have, you know, birthday photos um, and something to like, you know, use for her like party a couple weeks out or whatever, which is all cool and dandy. So, um, you know, we, we hung out, we were getting ready that day. And so she had to stop at a couple places. She had her car. Again, I, at this point, I still was not driving. I did not have uh, my license and I definitely didn't have a car. So she, and at this point, and I, for the most part, I waited because I had a fucking huge, terrifying, like anxiety about driving and all that shit. So anyway, <clears throat> so I'm out with her. We're running errands, trying to get everything together for her photo shoot that day. And so she's like, hey, like, I'm going to go and run into the store really quick, but I need to go and pick up, um, you know, she ordered a birthday cake to take for the photos. And so she was like, I need you to go and take my car and, uh, you know, run over to the store, grab the cake and then come and pick me up um, once I'm done. I think she had like a hair or nail appointment. So once I'm done doing that, you know, come back and pick me up and let's do that. My dumb ass was like, oh my God, like this bitch actually wants me to drive her fucking car knowing that I don't have a license. And I knew somewhat how to drive, but like, girl, like again, I don't have a license. I don't have a car of my own. Like you're gonna literally trust me. I mean, her car wasn't all that. It was really like a 2004 Honda Civic or something like that. Hey, don't hate on Honda. I'm not hating on Honda <sighs> Civics, but it was like 2004, 2003, like super old. Gotcha. So, um. She was just like, you know, just grab it and go. And I'm like, bitch, what? Like, I don't know. And I felt bad because, you know, again, like I have a huge fucking heart. And I didn't set boundaries with her. And I was like, well, I mean, I mean, maybe it's not that bad. Like, and mind you, the store that she wanted me to go to was literally like maybe like three or four miles away. It wasn't that fucking far at all. But I was over here, full blown panic attack because I'm like, 
bitch, I can't fucking drive. So she's like, here, just, she threw the keys at me and she's like, just go, just go get it and it'll be fine. I was like, girl, I can't, I, there's no way, but your car don't know. And she was just like, no, 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 it's fine. It's fine. Like, just, just go, just do it, just do it. And <laughs> what did my dumb ass do? I took the keys. I put it in the fucking ignition. And she got in the fucking car. Like, and I got in the fucking car and I drove off with that shit. And as I'm driving, I burst into a full-blown panic attack. Crying. And, and, and the best part. the fuck out. We weren't even fucking friends at this point. We, we all were not friends shit. at this point. I don't even know what was going on between us. But I'm freaking out while I'm over here driving this bitch's car. And mind you, there's a police man like freaking driving next to me. And I'm like, oh my God, is he going to pull me over? Does he know that I don't have a license? Like, oh my God, he's going to pull me over here. Like I was full blown. I, my panic attack was so bad, you guys. I had to pull over on the side of the fucking road. And like, I know, and I like put the hazard lights on and I was like deep breathing and shit. I was like, bitch, you can do this. It's okay. For four miles. It's four fucking miles. I couldn't do it. So I literally freaked out. I called my cousin, the one who was doing the photo shoot. And I told her the situation. I was like, girl, I can't do this. I'm fucking stuck on the side of the road. She's like, where? She's like, wait a minute, where the fuck are you? And I was like, bitch, I'm over. Like I gave her my location and everything. And she's just like, girl, all right, just stay there. I'll come and get you. It's totally fine. Are you okay? Like, are you hurt? Anything happened to the car? I'm like, no, everything's fine. The car's fine. I'm fine. I just pulled over on the side of the road because I can't fucking do this. I'm mid panic attack. So she's like, all right, bet, bitch, I'll come and get you. So what she does is she, um, so what happens? So I ended up, I think I ended up, she comes to get me. I left her car. Okay. And so my cousin picks me up. I left my roommate's car on the fucking side of the road. So we head back over to where my roommate was getting her nails done or whatever. And so she like comes out and she's like, Hey, so like, did you get the cake? And I was like, well, about about that. I told her the whole situation. This bitch blew the fuck up. She was like, what the fuck? Where's my cake? What the fuck is your problem? All I asked you to do was go four fucking miles down the street. Why? I was like, girl, I had a literal panic attack, okay? I didn't want to risk hurting myself. She didn't ask me. She did not ask me, not once. Are you okay? Is the car okay? Like, what? Like, what's, like, what's, like, what's happening? Where is it? Where is it? No, no, no. She was concerned about this cake and why it wasn't there when she wanted it. Which is another like most toxic thing that pisses me off is when someone is so selfish that they put their own needs instead of the person who's literally having a fucking panic attack in front of you. And you're like, um, so like my cake and balloons, where is that? Where is it? And she was like, what, like, what the fuck are you like? Are you fucking stupid right now? Like what the, and mind you, my cousin, now my cousin, this cousin that I am referring to, I am not related to her by blood. Okay. This is, um, I was related to her by marriage basically. Okay. So she, you know what she does? She doesn't say anything. She lets this person that, that this weren't bitch. this bitch that we're not even related to cuss me out and talk to me like that. And I was like, and again, I hadn't set boundaries Hurt. with her. I didn't like I was, you know, hadn't really come out of my shell yet. 
And so this bitch is cussing me out, going off on my ass. And so I was, I literally was just like, well, bitch, I had a fucking panic attack and I didn't want to, you know, mess up your car or anything like that. She wasn't having any of it. Any of it. She didn't care what the reason was. She just was like, you know, it's my fucking birthday and what the fuck is wrong with you? So she hops into the car with me and my cousin so we can go and pick up her car. The whole time, this bitch is still ranting, still raving. Again, my cousin doesn't say absolutely fucking shit, which is so fucking shitty. And I still, to this day, have not, I don't talk to this cousin. Um, And so she, like, my roommate is going off and all this stuff, blah, 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 blah. And then my roommate has the audacity to say, stop the fucking car. And my cousin looks at her and she's like, what? What do you mean stop the car? Stop the fucking car. And my roommate proceeds to say, I want her to get the fuck out of this car. And my cousin looks at her like, what do you mean? Get her out of the car. Drop her off on the side of the road like she did my car. And my cousin paused and I was appalled. I was like, oh, and that's when I, that's when I really came out. I was like, oh, hell no. You're not really suggesting that I get put out of the car all over a damn fucking cake. Are you fucking kidding me right now? And my cousin, of course, was not going to do that. Um, A, because she knows it's fucking wrong. Did she finally speak up? Well, she and that at that point she finally had to. She was like, "I'm not doing that. That's my fucking cousin, and I'm I'm not gonna kick her out." Also, too, my you parents, can hop your happy ass out of the car and walk to your fucking garbage. How about that? Right. And, Where's that suggestion? Well, and also too, everyone in this is on my my this cousin is on my father's side of the family. Okay, and who's really my stepfather, but he's my fucking father because you know he was amazing to me. Um. So anyway, another commonality between Liv and I. <laughs> we love us so and like family. everyone knows my father my father is a big um influence in the family on his side so you know and they're fucking terrified of him like you know because they know like he's the sweetest man but if you cross him you know he will fucking lose his shit and then when it comes to his kids if you mistreat them in any way even if you're fucking family he will fuck you up so she was just like, you know, I really can't do that because if I do that, like her fucking father is going to eat my ass alive. Like will literally like attack me. Who's a cop? Yeah, by the way. <laughs> so um, she was just like, oh, well, I want her to get out of the fucking car. If she's going to do this to me and be so fucking rude and ruin my birthday, I want her out of the fucking car. And my cousin was like, well, that's not happening. So she goes silent. We drive in silence to go pick up the car, okay? And I tell my aunt and uncle, who also live there, what's going on. So then they come in, they meet us to where her car was, and they, I end up getting out of the car, and I ended up hopping in with my aunt and uncle because I was like, this is fucking wild. I don't want to be next to my cousin. And it ended up turning into a whole family affair. Then another aunt got into it and she was siding with my roommate. Again, this is all on my- Who was that your, your cousin or your aunt? So no, I had two aunts that lived down there. 
Oh, okay. okay. And so the one aunt that we visited. Yeah, and then she, the other one. And then there was another one. Okay. Okay. So the aunt that we visited, she had my back through and through and was like sticking up for me and was like, hell no, like this is fucking wrong. It's just a fucking cake. Like get the fuck over it. Just go pick it up and just go about your day. And then the other aunt was like, well, you know, that is pretty selfish and all this stuff. And then it ended up, so then the whole family ended up fighting and like picking sides. It was a whole thing. All this over a goddamn cake, mind you. So I say this to say that was definitely one of my toxic relationships because I did, and I think it was more, it was both our fault, I feel like, but um, it was definitely more of like, I did not ever set boundaries with this person. I never stuck up for myself. And I like waited until it all blew up until I finally found my voice and, yeah. you know, stuck up. Stuck she up stuck with that voice. I'll tell you that. And I stuck that. with that shit. Cause like, I will never, ever, ever have that happen to me ever again. So I really fucking learned a lot from that shit because that really just, uh, was a huge eye opener. Never gonna go through that situation again. So that was definitely one of my bigger moments of toxic ass relationships. Kens, I know you can definitely top this one. What do you got for me? Oh my God. <laughs> it's not just one person. I had a whole entire toxic ass friend group. One person come, I mean, two people come to mind mostly. Okay. Um, Give it to me. I mean, guys, I'm talking, sure. my friend group was all dysfunctional gay motherfuckers who had tremors. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly. I was like, wait, tremors? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, he wasn't the problem. I mean, at some point, he no, was. No, he's super. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but no, for the most part, he's super. It's okay. Super. He kisses like a cardboard box, but we're not going to talk about that. I mean, more like, you know, a puffer fish. But, you know, we're not, <laughs> not going to go there. I'm dead. But I had a very um, interesting hybrid of friends who were either 18 up to, like, fucking 48. Um, yeah. And, you know, I went to my my community college versus going to an actual university because I did not know what the fuck I wanted to do. And I was not about to drop $35,000 a semester or a year to figure out what I wanted to be in life. I've been in school for like eight fucking years. And I just, uh, you know, figuring out what the fuck I want to do with life. (laughs) Um, But there are a couple things. So I had this one friend who was obsessed with Zodiac shit. Like he wanted to be an astrologist so bad. and he lived up to being a cancer like and use that as a fucking excuse which is like now one of yeah, my biggest of pet peeves in life it's like yeah. oh well i fucking you know um broke his leg because i'm a cancer <laughs> what okay okay for why uh, thank you like like why what are we're out here breaking people's legs now i just want to know why what's the protocol i mean like I'm not, I'm not going to say what happened, but you know what happened. Tragic, but tragic for sure. You know, shit happens. They were just overall really badly bad for my mental health. They were just (laughs) not healthy people. I mean, okay. So why do we surround ourselves with such the most unhealthy? Listen, but I guess, I guess we have to learn. That's how you learn, right? Right? The hard way. That's how we only want to learn the hard way. (laughs) We never want to make anything easy on ourselves. We always want the hardest shit. 
I, yeah, you know, God literally put this path, put a fucking bold ass neon sign right in front of it, saying "Easy way, bitch." And what did I do? I climbed up the away. fucking mountain with shards of glass, you know, Hot stalagmites, Be, having bricks thrown at you for real. A set on fire might just come and hit you. That's what we prefer. Yeah, absolutely. Otherwise, and life isn't worth living. That's how all of my relationships were too, which is like the worst thing. So like my, a lot of my <laughs> friendships stem from that too. Mm. But, you know, I was in control of this friend group because one of my worst toxic traits about myself is I'm really fucking controlling over everything. Oh my God. You are? Bitch. What? It's why you fucking hated me from 14 to 19 years old. Oh, yeah. It's all coming back to me now. <laughs> but continue. Not you being sensual in the middle of me talking about how much of a dumb, stupid bitch I am. That's just our friendship. That's our dynamic. We love that. <laughs> Anyways, so um, it got to the point where, you know, one night we were all partying, you know, doing the deeds that we were doing. And my ex-boyfriend really wanted to come. Well, he wasn't even, like, my fucking boyfriend. He was just, like, some tool I used or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. Men are disposable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, he was a part of the friend group, and he had, like, moved out of state. But, like, we live right on the border. Yeah. So he's like, can you come pick me up? And I was like, the fuck? No, I'm not a fucking cab service, sir. I'm, <laughs> I'm not, not an like Uber. So um, we're not doing that. And he's like, well, fine. And like trigger warning guys, because uh, things are about to get a little bit, uh, you know, not well. So this story comes with a lot of mental illness. So Mm -hmm. if you guys are starting to get uncomfortable or things like that, here's your warning and, you know, do what you want with it. You know, do what you you will. Skip ahead if you need to, you know, take a break. Oh, you know, good. take a drink, get another snack, you know, take a hit, whatever take you need to do. If you need to. You know. It's a doozy. And so he messages me and he starts threatening to fucking kill himself. And this is a repeating offense within a lot of my ex-boyfriend. We're laughing, but like also, I mean, because this is this was his MO, right? Like he would always, whenever this man didn't get his way, like he would always just threaten to kill himself. Like at first, obviously, like it's horrible. It's yeah. like the worst. And like we're freaking the fuck out. But like if, you know, it's like the boy who cried wolf, okay? You know, constantly does it, you know, first couple times, oh my God, you freak out. But then if you just constantly do it at some point, you're just like, okay, whatever you know yeah and that's kind of how it was it was like the 15th time that he's done this but it was really only in private but i was like you know what i'm gonna fucking ruin this man's life so i put him on speaker and everyone starts tearing into him right so everyone i was just like we're fucking over i can't stand this shit you're so fucking annoying and like that's kind of like where the ball started to roll where everyone was like uh this friendship is like not working like this whole group is so fucking toxic to one another that we're driving each other to like mental fucking illness like hospitalizing ourselves sort of thing because everyone had their own shit going on but it wasn't like easy shit like oh my god i failed a class it was like my brother just died or it was like oh my parents are getting divorced or it's like oh i'm i'm homeless now it was like It was a really heavy shit. And like, like, you know that show, Euphoria? Yeah. HBO? Yeah, that's that's us. We lived it. Yeah. <laughs> My whole friend group. We lived that shit. And, like, the two, like, so I had, like, like I said, I had this really, like, 
we were really close like we were hip to hip like how Liv and I were like when Liv and I weren't friends like he would play the role of Liv when her and I weren't on the same level yeah you know so he was like that like rebound best friend that I hung out with a lot and he drove and like whatever like it was a whole big thing and whatever but that's not the point the point was is that that dynamic was insanely unhealthy too yeah because he was such an emotional person that anything that I felt wasn't he was the one upper you know he was like what we had growing up Mm -hmm. where if I was like dude I'm like feeling really down he'd be like well I'm really sad and he he's he's gay or whatever so he'd be like my boyfriend hasn't talked to me in 36 minutes and you're over here not even considering how I'm feeling like excuse like, literally the fuck not me even what the same playing field like what like that's not even that's not even the same what are you talking about yeah, for yeah. real and like i like i said like we grew up like very dysfunctionally and you know not the best but you know it was it was something you yeah. know I, I i had really strong friendships where i needed them and i heavily relied on my friends to keep me float because that's just who they that's who I relied on the most in life but it got to the point where we were all hanging out and it was just awkward and that whole dynamic didn't work and then Liv and I reconnected during that period and I filled her in and all the shit and she's like um yeah the worst thing I can tell you is that I got stomach flu from the fucking cafeteria food at my school like (laughs) that's some heavy shit like yeah, and I'm not fully going into detail because whatever, but just the whole dynamic, and you know, Liv had it more on like an individual level with someone, and I had it on a group, group level. level. Yeah. But the part that made it so toxic is that everyone relied heavily on me because I was that one. I was the center point. Like I think about it as I was a sun, and they were all the the planets revolving around me. Yeah, I was that one and common not like, factor. Um, like, oh, I'm like fucking amazing type shit. Like not on like. Because you're not, you're not like, you're not like, you're not saying like, oh, like, you know, I'm perfect and everyone. Right? I'm the like, fucking boss saying, babe right? that everyone wanted to be around because I'm so fucking cool and I was popular in high school. Like, I didn't give a shit about any of that. Okay, it was, yeah. it was like, I was the one commonality between everyone. Like, everyone knew who I was and that's what it came down to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I was the reason why everyone knew each other, you know? So if we hung out, everyone as long as I was going, it was cool because then everyone would be like, oh, shit, you know, like, I did that shit with Kenzie or whatever, and I did, that's how it was, and that's, that's the whole reason why my friendships worked out as well as they did, Mm -hmm. and it's the same thing with our friendship now, like, I brought everyone together, but now that we've grown as friendships, like, you chose better people, exactly, and I think that was, like, the biggest thing is, like, now I know how to put a functional group together mm-hmm. and keep it small, you know, because I was always yeah. that type of person who was like, I need as many people around me as possible to make myself feel good and to, because like, it was like the toxic way we grew up. Like, if you have so many friends and you're popular and all this shit, like, then right. you're valid. Like, exactly. But that was, and that's part of what made me so toxic myself. But, you know, everyone so- threw their heavy shit on me. Right. And at some point, you can only carry so much luggage before you fall on the ground. And that's what happened. Like, so you ended up because you ended up like pretty much cutting all the negative people like out of your life. Yeah. Right? But it wasn't you, it wasn't like, just, how did you go about doing that? It wasn't even 
it sounds like fucking gross, but I think of it as like I had this like tornado around me and I was in the eye or like a hurricane. And like everyone else got the damage of everything that everyone put on me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like I've had conversations with them about it now. Wait, wait, break that down to me. So okay, like so think about it like this way. You were the hurricane? Yeah. <laughs> so, break down this metaphor. Yeah, yeah. So think about it this way. You're standing in an open field, mm-hmm, okay? Mm-hmm. And you have you know, a tiny-ass little neighborhood in a cul-de-sac. Each house was, like, my friends, okay? okay? I was in the eye of the hurricane controlling that shit. And lightning was striking and everything else. And I just tore apart fucking everyone. Down to, like, the nitty-gritty. And, like, I, it also came down to, like, where I learned to kind of really be bitchy. And was, like, I was cutthroat with people. So mm-hmm. instead of just being, like, well, you know, you're a toxic person and... Yeah. Things like that. It was like, you're a fucking horrible ass person. I want you to like fucking get the fuck away from me. You're the reason why your boyfriend never wants to be with you. And you do all this shit. And instead of me taking ownership, I blamed everyone else. Yeah. I can attest to that. (laughs) Yeah, I can definitely attest to that. But also too, they were not the best people either. No. So it's just like a combination of like you being toxic and then like them also being toxic. It was like the perfect storm. Exactly. Which is why I use that hurricane metaphor, you know, and it came down to I was being so horrible to them that when I was like cutting them off, like they were still hanging on by a thread. And then all at once, it was like they all fucking congregated. And I got attacked within hours of each other, just everyone being like, I'm done with you. You're a fucking bitch. And like, I like my whole entire friend group just was like skedaddled, like dropped you. Yeah. Yeah. And that's when I was just like, what the fuck am I doing? And I realized I was surrounding myself with the wrong people because the people who I surrounded myself with that are my friends now were like the people who still stood by me and knew that like, and I'm guys like it's, it's, I wish I could go into full detail, but like what they were telling me, it was like, I was, I was like everyone's fucking therapist. And like, I had no one else to branch out to. Yeah, You know what I mean? Like I held everyone's deep, dark shit. And like, you put so much rain in the cloud, it's eventually going to pour. Yeah. You know, and they expected me to be this fucking perfect person to help run and manage their life. Well, what about me? What about my own shit going on? Like, right. I had a lot of shit going on. You know, at that point, my sister had passed away. It had been a couple years. And, mm-hmm. you know, I had a lot of my own shit going on. And I had just gotten out of a fucking 10-year relationship on and off, still talking to him. And, like, I had my own shit. whirlwind, dude. You had a lot going on. Yeah. Like, going through a lot. We definitely went through a lot. Um, And it's amazing how you're even still saying, how I'm even still saying. Listen, like, like that song, yo, like, from fucking... um, American Horror Story, mm. a Saint Asylum. Yeah. That's like my yeah. theme song. Like in a straight jacket, like yeah. rocking back and forth. How are we not there yet? I wow. Know. I was surprised, but shit didn't have to hit the fan that bad. Yeah. But, um, and like just throughout the friendship, like one of my really good friends who I still talk to on and off, mm-hmm. uh, she was dating this dude who was like a fucking murderer. Legit. Legit. Like, guys, le- legit is a murderer he got into a bar fight and like killed a couple guys or one guy i'm not entirely sure on the story because like she told me one and he said more and it was like a whole back-to-back thing but like that was like another thing like everyone was making horrible fucking choices and she expected me she was like drunk and we went outside and she was having a cigarette or whatever and she was like 
<laughs> Ken's, let me like tell you this fucking story. Like, you know, the dude I'm dating who I met at fucking Six Flags like three seconds ago. I'm like, what? She's like, he like killed someone. I was like, bitch. And like, I was the DD, so I didn't drink. I didn't do anything like that. And I've, yeah, I'm overall like a sober person. Like, I don't really yeah. do that she shit. She's a good girl. Yeah, I, I <laughs> was. Okay. She was a good girl. For sure. And, um, I was her designated driver with him too. Like I was driving him home too. Yeah. And you best believe his ass got an Uber because I would not let him in the fucking car. Oh, and no. that was part of the reason why her and I had a falling out because I didn't like the kind of path she was going on. Like I was a serial dater. Don't get me wrong. Like I have my own things because my toxic trait also is that I serial date because I get bored of men. But, I mean, I told you, I told you I did not like this bitch. I was like, I do not. Because this person had a very bad reputation. And, like, I hate. Since fucking, like, middle school. I hate to, like, judge people. Like, I I pride myself. I try so hard not to judge people. Because I just feel like it's just not my place. Especially in high school when we're all developing. I feel like it's we're not all the, yeah all developing all yeah. going through shit all you know awkward going through phases you've got hormones yep you all remember what high school was like so i and she had like this just this awful awful track record like all throughout high school middle school grade school all of it and so i was just like ken's like and i was i was like you gotta watch your back with this girl because it's just like you don't know like, you know, I don't her want intentions. her intentions and I don't want you getting wrapped up in her shit. And you were like, you were adamant. You're like, no, 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 no. Like, she's cool. She's fine. Like, it's she's not what people, you know, set her up to be. And I was always just apprehensive about it. And I mean, because you were so close to her and you wanted to be friends with her, I was like, all right, I will suck it up and I will make, you know, nice with this girl. Mm-hmm. But I never intended to be friends with her. Like, ever. Yeah. Which, you know, now that's. I see that, like, she was the person who was outside looking in, you know? They mm-hmm. have, like, the most unbiased sort of opinion, you Yeah, know? I was the outsider looking in, watching this all go down. Well, because at this point, we weren't really talking, so this is when no. I was kind of telling her everything, and she's like, hold on, Holiday, like, what the fuck is going on? And What the actual You know, fuck? like, you are putting yourself in a fucking horrible situation where you're going to crash and you're going to burn, and you're not gonna know what to do and I'm not there and like you and I are just you know getting on and I'm not gonna hop on your fucking boat here if you don't clear your shit out first because you're about to be the fucking Titanic and you're about to fucking you know go down go down yeah you know it's just how it was and you know when I look back on it now one of my most you know important things that I'm gonna say to everyone is don't be a fucking people pleaser because that is my downfall in life. Yeah. I always want to make everyone happy because if I see everyone is enjoying themselves then I can relax and I can chill out knowing that there are no confrontations. So I will end on this before we hop into the next segment of just saying like, guys, it's okay to like set boundaries. Like Liv said, it's okay to say no. And it's okay. If you see that something like the red flag is there, Mm -hmm. you can fucking jump ship, you know? And that's, that's what I wish I knew when I was younger. Especially, I I mean, especially as like women, like, right. Oh yeah. Women are always taught to, you know, be people pleasers and, you know, never, and always say yes. And like, you know, that like we had to go against the grain and like, really learn that out for ourselves especially in relationships think for ourselves especially in women who are in like abusive relationships Mm -hmm. and stuff like that or like 
where they're treated so poorly because of all that toxic energy they're always like oh well he's my safe zone they're like these people were my safe zone like they knew deep shit about me and they knew my feelings and how i was and if i they knew how i would react to things and like that's such a fucking horrible mindset to have but once you learn then you can be like red flag red flag red flag yeah and i like I mean, it's hard, right? Because when you're taught, like, from a young fucking age as a woman, like, you have to, you know, always be this people pleaser, always have, you can't set boundaries, you can't say no, like, you always, you have to do it fucking all. Um, It was really hard to unlearn. You had to unlearn it. I had to unlearn it. And we came out of the fire, bitch, like, so fucking strong. And we keep going fucking strong every single day. So we have definitely grown a lot, I feel like. We've learned so much. Even though all the shit was fucking awful, we learned a lot. And I think that we've come so far and we've grown so much. I think our communication is so much better. Um, we you know, went from the fighting and the cutthroat shit to actually talking it out like, actual adults and actually verbalizing what we're feeling what we're thinking and coming up with a game plan to actually fix it and have solutions rather than just pointing fingers and being upset so props to us for that shit oh 100 percent dead ass guys like learning how to set boundaries is something that's something that's learned it's not something that you know you're born with or shit like that it's it's not easy and uh, we commend we commend everyone who you know has those skills and you know it's it's not something it's not like a simple you can open up a textbook for dummies and read about how to set boundaries it's you have to figure out through your life experiences what works for you and what doesn't yeah and like Liv said our communication has gotten a lot better but also our boundaries yes and our number one thing that we used to do when we were like being sure jabbing at each other is that we would throw the past at one another being like oh, when you were 17 you used to do this shit yeah, to me. that was a big thing yeah for both of us mostly me in each other's faces of our past faces faces <laughs> don't know what happened there had a mini stroke um me always so yeah always throwing our past back in each other's faces and like just basically like never letting that shit go no no and i think that was one of our biggest downfalls between one another mm-hmm. and we don't do that anymore i mean like that like Thank i said God. we got into a big fight in the beginning of last year when my boyfriend and i started dating because Liv was having a hard time realizing that you know over those last four or five years where i wasn't officially dating i was dating semen but we weren't official you know, we would talk for a good amount oh, of time yeah, and then that, like, drop that another. In between period. It was it was really fucking toxic. Then we got back together for like a couple months and then fell off the face of the planet. It, it was a whole big thing. But despite all that, when I first got into my relationship with Jake and things were elevating as they were pretty fast, mm-hmm. um, it scared the shit out of Liv. And we had a little hiccup where she called me a bitch. <laughs> and I was like, hold up like we've been over this and we set those boundaries and she yeah. was like oh my god like it kind of completely slipped and you're so fucking right and i'm so sorry and i was like you just yeah. need to trust me on this one and i feel like i've done a really good job of fulfilling that you know i feel yeah, like you're I, getting better i sure you're getting better you're getting bitch, better every single time he calls is that not a good why is she giving me that look is that not 
If someone says you're getting better, are you offended by it? Like, what? what? Bitch, getting like, what? better. What's up? I'm what's up? much better, okay, compared to where I was. Think about when I was dating my ex, like, A. Oh, yeah. Co- like, com- way. That, that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, yes, yeah, do I have hiccups? Yeah, a long, long, yeah, a yeah. long way. A long fucking way, guys. Like, I, I, she lived it. So, like, she only knows that full story. <laughs> but, like, I'm yeah, you, so deeply you, proud yeah. of myself. Yeah. And I have, too. I think. Oh, yeah. I've definitely I come like, a long way, too. Bitch, are you kidding? Like, you were at the bottom of a fucking building. Now you're on the fucking top floor. You know? Hell, yeah. And now you're just waiting for your fucking helicopter to take you up further. You yes. know, that's the way I like to think about it. You know, each, you know, each, you know, chapters are such a commonality. Fuck that. We're stories, okay? We're stories of a building, bitch. I am just so grateful. Can I just say, can I just appreciate the fact that you and I have, we've been doing this shit for over like 10 years, like our mm-hmm. friendship. And no matter how fucking hard it got, we never quit on each other. No. Like ever. Like, usually, like, people, because especially in our generation, I feel like if anything gets hard, people are, like, quit. Like, whether it's a romantic relationship or a platonic relationship. Like, if things get rough, boom, it's done. We're over, like, and people don't work anymore. They don't actually put in the work. They don't try. And they That's just really our quit. generation, though. Like, I feel like older generations, like our parents, like, are perfect examples of that. Like, it's that, like, fucking horrible dynamic, but it's a... Like, there's, you know, it's a double-edged sword, you know? Like, they may yeah, they fight so much, but, like, no matter how just, much shit, they whatever. stay together, you know? Yeah. They're like, I fucking hate you, but <laughs> you're not fucking leaving my side. Because I love you ass. Exactly. It's like a love-hate relationship, and that's the most frustrating part about it. And that's the whole reason I'm super grateful for my parents' relationship, because no matter how fucking bad it was, at the end, there's always light at the end of the tunnel. There is. And no matter, like... We, it took us a long time to figure that out, guys. And, you know, I, I feel like if Liv and I, obviously the whole story could have gone different if maybe we went to the same college or if we, you know, got our shit together sooner or whatever yeah. it was, things wouldn't have turned out as badly. But I think things happen for, for a reason. For sure. And I think this podcast is a super healthy way for us to still see each other, have an agenda, and, and get all of that shit out. Like, let people know, like, like it can work. Like, if, like, listen, like, if you, whether it's romantically or whether it's platonically, if you'll, you are really close to someone or, or even, like, a family member, like, it, anyone that you love and you care for, it can work. As long as you're willing to not give up and put in the work, it can work. Like, I mean, there are some times where it just, there's some situations where it just, it, it just won't work. Like, Me no matter semen. what, it just won't. Okay. And if it just won't work, don't like, don't force it. But like, if y'all are both in it to win it and like this, like, this is it, like, then, you know, you got to work for that shit, put in the effort because bitch, we're going to die together. So <laughs> you're not getting rid of me ever. Facts. So I, I see, I see <laughs> all these fucking stuck with me. So don't, don't even try. I know. I see all these fucking like TikToks of like, one of the best friends like dying before it's like if I die before you you die before me and like you invite your fucking ex and you like tap on me like as a dead fucking body and I bitch, wake, wake up, the fuck up he's you, here yeah exactly you know which ones I'm talking about like bitch wake up he's here how I look. bitch what yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's how it's gonna be you know like and I, it's 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 rewarding like and like Liv said like 
there but there's like a limit you know like if he's calling you fucking names if he's calling insulting you, you if, insulting you and say for a fee for i it goes I both ways to, i was about to say females i fucking hate it when people say females whether you're a man or a woman if you refer to other women as females i just call them women like yeah, I, don't I don't know what the obsession is with that but just i'm a female i like I, I, just call them women like we just call men men so why do we need to call women i mean we are females but like what it's almost like a negative connotation i feel like yeah i don't i feel like women sounds more empowering yeah i don't know like i'm a woman i'm not a female i'm a a fucking woman like like yes like i just don't like the negative connotation that it implies but whatever that's a whole other thing we'll talk about that later (laughs) we'll, we'll get to that but what i'm saying is that you know like um Wow, what the fuck was I saying? <laughs> I totally. I was making the point of that. There's a limit. Right, right. Okay, there we go. We're and we're oh back. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow, am I turning it to my patients? Am I turning it to our patients? Right, like we're literally because we work in healthcare. Yeah, I was gonna like, say we work with primarily elderly. So we work with elderly. They forget shit all the time. Is that from an elderly? <laughs> Bitch, we have onset <laughs> dementia. Early onset at 24. Yep. Okay, listen, <laughs> listen. Okay, so yeah, but like. So yeah, there are limits. Like there, it's just there are just times where it just doesn't fucking work. Don't force it. But you know, at the same time, you know, yeah, you need to you know set boundaries with people and like let them know. And if it doesn't work and it's not meant to be, then let them go. But this shit, this shit right here, this is forever. And you, you guys get a feeling like it's just like this gut feeling that this person needs to be in your life. And like I said, the universe yeah, is know. very very open with Liv and I in terms of communication because any whack shit that happens, the universe is like, get your shit together. Kind of like love at first sight almost. Yeah. Because like, I mean, yes, but you know. I mean, because we just knew right off the bat that we'd be friends forever and ever. I literally, t- I told this girl, I was like, so like, you know, like my family are like, you know, like calling, like, right um so girl, so anyway, what is happening with I'm, you i'm having a whole show. this girl is but anyway what, I'm trying, is... what i'm trying to say though is that literally i like my parents are thinking about you know they're getting up there in age okay so they're thinking about Bitch, retiring. They're in their mid-40s what but, do you mean getting up there in well, age in 20 years they'll be retiring they're thinking about that shit like they okay, want to, they're thinking about their retirement like they're you know they're ready for that stage so i'm like you know, okay, like, what do you guys want to do for retirement? Like, what's what's the game plan? They're thinking about moving. They've lived here for so fucking long. They're like, we either want to go live in Hawaii in a nice tropical area, or we want to go to fucking Tennessee. Why? I don't even know why they want to go to Tennessee, but anything. And I was on FaceTime with this bitch, with Kenzie, and she, <laughs> I mentioned the words, oh, about moving with my parents to Tennessee. This bitch's heart stopped. Like she went silent, like dead silent. I was like, "Are you hello? Like, are you, are you still there?" She like had a whole ass fish from attack. fucking Nemo. Like you know when Nemo died in the tank, and you're the girl like fishy. You there? Like that was me. Like I was fucking dead. Didn't know how to respond. Like this girl nearly had a heart attack, stroke. I mean, aneurysm, and her, her soul left her body when I said I was thinking about moving. So that's how you know that I guess it's real. If they have a heart attack, when you mentioned going away, that's how you know. Love. 
And I talk about all the time, it's like, Liv's going to live. We're going to get a little side apartment house and Liv's going to live in a little side apartment. And I'm going to move in with yeah, my man. And like, like, that's, that's, that's how we always pictured life. So, and like my family always talks about, they've been talking about moving to Florida for like the last 10 years. Yeah. And like, I think I mentioned to you guys, but like my family's moving and everything like that. And for a couple of years, I'm going to live with them because I just want to finish up school and not trying to have that extra expense of living out on my own. Like, fucking commend to Liv. Like, she's the fuck... Guys, you do not understand, like, my respect for Liv. I wish that you guys could see it full force. It's just fucking immaculate. Like, It's unheard of in our generation. Like, in our generation, we stay with our parents until we're well into our 30s. Okay? That's that's just the deal. But my parents were like, nope. You're... Like, you know how, like, baby birds, like, once they're, like, you know, four weeks old, the mom, the parents are like, go. Go fire away. But I'm like four years old and it's like, bitch, like, what are you doing? They're like, no, fire wings, go, just, just, just go. But now they push them out. But now That's they're asking for you did. back. They pushed me out. But now they want you back at 23 years. But <laughs> I said the baby bird was at was four weeks. What? And I, they pushed me out at, at 23 years. So, um, yeah, they, they, they just pushed me out. Let me go. And I was fucking terrified. But you know, look at me now. Surviving and thriving. It's I, I mean, look. It's it's a mixed bag because you know when our parents were coming up like they at like fucking eighteen right out my of my mom moved out at house, sixteen. Like, what are you talking about? My mom moved out at sixteen. My dad was out by seventeen. Yeah, my my parents the same way. Like my well, my dad. I mean, his parents weren't really around. So like as soon as he graduated high school, he was gone. Went off to the military. Sayonara. My mom also moved the fuck out at sixteen. I don't know how. But I mean, that was way back fucking in the day. Things were way cheaper. Back I know then. things will. If a fucking one bedroom apartment was like five hundred dollars, four hundred dollars, like maybe even actually three on a good fucking reasonable, depending on the area. My parents grew up in like the fucking higher class, fucking uh, suburbs of yeah. the Chicagoland area. So it was probably a little bit more like six, seven hundred. But yeah. for like a two bedroom, you look at fucking prices now, like. It's, it's ridiculous. Brand. It's okay? like fucking fifteen hundred dollars for a studio. Fifteen hundred dollars. Wow. Can't even imagine. There's this one TikToker I watch who's based in New York. There's this ninety square foot studio apartment, ninety fucking square foot with a fucking loft. <laughs> that room. shit is fourteen hundred dollars in for fucking a closet. in Queens for a closet in Queens. Wow absolutely insane yeah no and i'm not knocking it either you're like y'all times is rough especially now with this pandemic like you know you gotta do what you gotta do so i'm not knocking anyone um and it is like really just hard and i guess i am really proud of myself i just i don't know you don't ever acknowledge yourself acknowledge myself ever because i'm just hey i did not grow up with acknowledgement okay you just did what you were supposed to do and that was it just go about your life but i guess apparently you're supposed to get acknowledged so and she always gets so weirded out about it because I'm always like, good job, bitch. And she's like, huh? what? What the fuck are you? What's wrong with you? Like, are you sick or something? Yeah, she's like, she's like, why are you, are you fucking are you complimenting me? I'm just doing what I'm supposed to do. I was like, because bitch, like you need it. And in the long run, like it always, I know like in the back of her mind, she's thankful about it. You know, she'll never really voice it. But at the end of the day, she's always like, I actually really kind of needed that. And it's yeah. like a good little push. You know what I mean? I did. I did. I did. I needed that so much. 
Um, but yeah, you know, look at us, opposites. They say the opposites don't attract. But look, look, it's like we're opposites, but we're also not. It's like, fucking weird. It's, it's a weird. We're compliments dynamic. of each other. We're compliments. That's why. Compliments of each yeah. other. Yeah, we compliment each other. We do. Like, but I, I mean, the idea sure is the same. Right, is that really where we want to go with? It? Is that, are you sure that's the right? Same. Think about it. Like day and night compliment each other. They're completely different, but they have the same same commonality of time. Yeah. That's kind of like how we are. Huh. Yeah, she's definitely the day and the night. We wanted to get tattoos. You I like matching, like some ass tattoos. Ass tattoos for sure. Oh my god, sure. wait, will we get and on the opposite sides? Like I get on the right, you get on the left, or vice versa? Do we think about that? Oh, that's an that's an option. That's definitely an option. I don't know. We'll have to talk about that a little bit more. But I, you would definitely get the sun. Yeah, hundred percent. I would get the moon. Cause this bitch and is night. I'm definitely night. I'm a night owl. You're also a night owl. But I mean, in terms of personality, basically, like Day she's the more sunnier, you know, whatever. And I'm just always like, sunny you know, in fucking Kenzieville. Chill, you know, what's good kind of vibes. So. Thank you for sticking with me. I say I say that all the time. I thank her all the time for staying with me, working it out with me. She thanks me all the time. It's good to have that appreciation. Whatever relationship you are in, appreciate that person. Show it. We both had to learn that, though. I, I think I was always the one who was it. always like, bitch, like, thanks for being around. But, like, lately, like, especially the last five years of a relationship, Liv kind of saw the importance of that and how much it, like, really just carries you on through the day. And, like, she just all of a sudden was like, bitch, you're beautiful. I don't know where, you know? And it's always like, what? Like, yeah, it just, oh, it just hit me. Look, I'm not a sappy person. Listen, I grew up where my mom did not tell me that she she told me she loved me once in a blue moon. She gave me hugs once in a blue moon. She was not a very affectionate person. So when like she showed me affection. I was really weird about it. I mean, if I'm dating someone, I will show some affection and like, you know, I get all like lovey-dovey when I'm super into them. But other than that, I do not show affection. I do not get mushy. I don't have any of that. I don't like it. So, um, you know, when she does it, I really appreciate it. So, and when I do it, when I give her the appreciation and I give her, you know, the love and adoration and the validation, she like really takes that shit to heart because I don't, I don't do it often. And it's just not something that like I like to do, but I feel like now, I mean, I like to do it, but it's just, it's, it's it's weird weird. for you. The guys that stems from like a whole relationship that parent, we don't have time for that trauma. Yeah. We don't have time for that. However, however, I will say this, um, <laughs> Liv and I's growth from when we were 14 to now 24 in the last 10 years, um, it's just, it's, it's been a wild ride. It, just it has been, so but the journey has been so worth it. And like the small steps to reach the big goal, we've now reached that big goal. We've now reached the peak of we are done with this petty ass shit. And we're just now sailing afloat. There's no more storm. There's no more. It's just yeah, calm. Exactly. You know, of so course. It's, it's worth it. It's, just stick with it. And it's totally worth it, y'all. Um, but that is 
it for now. We we gotta cap it off because otherwise this episode is gonna be way too fucking long and y'all gonna be like, what the fuck? You guys so, are gonna stop after like you're, 18 minutes. You're literally gonna, gonna, gonna stop. So we're gonna wrap it up, guys, and hop off. But just remember that it's all worth it and that we 100% love you and we appreciate all the love and all the support. And thank you so much for listening to our content. We're so fucking sorry that we did not get to hit the sex part we know you filthy animals love to talk about the sex but that's just not it for today we just did not have the time so thank you again for another uh episode another thirsty fucking thursday or friday as this episode is coming out right now um we love y'all and wish you all the best and we will see you guys on the next episode but hint for next week guys if you want to hear about sex fun stories and more lighthearted, tune in because we're about to drop that too yes we'll we'll definitely get you on your sex fix sex fix <laughs> <laughs> bye guys okay, bye guys